0: Hello, welcome to the marketing in minutes podcast. I'm your host Colby and happy Friday everyone. I hope everyone is excited for the weekend. Um, who doesn't love a good Friday? I know I'm excited for today because we get to have a great conversation with our returning guest, Sarah Branick. Sarah, thanks so much for jumping on um, and really looking forward to talking about LinkedIn with you today.
1: Thanks, Colby. It's a great topic. I think most marketers are keen to hear you know, what's what's working, and I'll, I'll try my best to share uh, a few nuggets with everyone.
0: Yes, um, I can't wait to hear them. Uh, and just so everyone knows, hopefully you've listened to all the episodes this week, but if you haven't, uh, Sarah is based out of London. She is the head of demand generation and field marketing at Hunters, and I first found Sarah at the Inbound 2022 conference. She had a great presentation there. And ever since then, I, I followed you on LinkedIn. That's kind of how I like came to know you more after that conference. And just you have a great LinkedIn presence. Um, I think it's very engaging, very inspiring. So so let's start with this question. It's kind of a loaded one, but we'll take it one piece at a time. When, how, why um, did you start taking LinkedIn seriously? Like what, what what was the inspiration there or the value you saw in it?
1: I think like most people, I used it in the past as, you know, an opportunity to share new jobs, you know, I've started a new job. I, th- I feel like everyone's very comfortable um, with those kinds of announcements. I also used to, you know, lurk and they, they call <laughs> the, the people that don't create any content or engage lurkers. So I was, I was caught, always kind of lurking and seeing what was out there. Um, But last year, I think it was early last year, I was really determined, I think mostly because there's, I listened to a podcast around, you know, marketing, what marketing people are being paid in the industry versus the potential of a sales rep to earn a lot of money. Um, So I wanted to kind of use the opportunity to amplify the voice of marketers and speak yeah. to things that either are are wrong or they're unfair or they're incorrect and and marketers given being given um this sense that they're kind of restricted in terms of what they can achieve or what their role is within um, an organization. You know, some people will say, you know, some salespeople will say that they're the customer of the marketing team and it's the marketing team's job to keep sales happy or, you know, be an order taker of sales. Yeah. So I think... You know i wanted to use the platform to share my voice and share my opinions and and kind of challenge sales a little bit more um because i think you know the goal of marketers should not be to be liked and be you know um very agreeable let's say yeah. i think the goal of, <laughs> of a marketing leader should be to be respected for their unique you know point of view and that you have the opportunity to die on your own sword in terms of the things that you're passionate about, not just following a playbook because you think that's
0: what you're supposed to do. Absolutely. So it sounds like that that podcast you would listen to kind of sparked some inspiration to you. And maybe that was one of your first long form posts or, or just a short post, but you're like, this is why I, w- I want to share my voice on this platform. Um, so now, I mean... You, you create a lot of long-form content, you ask some great questions, you dive into a lot of those topics. Where do you get that inspiration and um, how do you go about creating that engaging content?
1: I love this question because I think it's it's the most challenging part where you feel, you know, if if you want to start a journey where you're building your own presence on LinkedIn, consistency is a really big part of that. And it's the advice that no one ever wants to hear, like. The secret is to be consistent, you know, yeah. people who want to get in physical shape um, or like help their mental health, doing things consistently like exercising, meditation, et cetera. They're, they're the things that that work that you don't want to hear about. So then in terms of LinkedIn, posting consistently is the, the thing that almost creates a mental block it's like going into a boardroom for a brainstorm session and you're told to bring your creativity with you. But knowing (laughs) that being in a room with all your coworkers is the thing that really kills creativity, you know, groupthink kills creativity. So what I try and do is like take the pressure off myself. Um, Especially if, if you have, so like one of the first posts that I had that did really, really well, it's, it's still my best performing post of all time. It's, it was titled like why hiring a marketing team to do lead generation is a big mistake. And you know, it got crazy likes and engagement and yeah. that creates a lot of pressure where the, the thing it's like having a, a hit single. If you're a musician, it's like, yeah. do
0: it- <laughs> you don't want to be that one hit wonder. You want to, you want to come back with more hits.
1: <laughs> exactly. You, you don't want to be a one hit wonder, but putting so much pressure on yourself to create, 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 kills your creativity, right? So I think last year, my goal was to post consistently every single week, try and do at least two posts a week. Um, I, I got accepted into this LinkedIn Creator Accelerator program in the UK and part of the program, you were required to post three times a week. So that gave me this kind of a little bit of pressure, but it also gave me the, the structure and kind of force me to go at it three times a week. Um, and to answer your question very directly, where I get my inspiration is either like my day to day working in a company. Um, I try, you know, I, I'm I'm very fortunate where I have a CMO who's very supportive and she's also very kind of bold and innovative with her thinking and very honest and direct. I work for an Israeli company. So honesty is something that's very much valued to the company. So I'm not afraid to take inspiration from my day to day and craft posts around that. But I'll be very careful not to make them about specific people or have them, you know, hurt anyone's feelings. It's more yeah. so like general thoughts from things that are happening potentially within the business or um, engagements between marketing and sales or hot topics that we discuss so that's the first place is my, my day-to-day yeah. second thing is i'll often get other marketers reaching out to me asking um, uh, to solve challenges that they're facing or ceos that are asking how do i build a marketing strategy how do i do demand gen what's the difference between that and lead gen so that's the second thing: is just conversations within people or with people within the community. Um, the third one is my past experiences. So I, I've worked, you know, at other early-stage startups where you know, things have gone not to plan. There have been challenges with working with difficult people who maybe don't truly value marketing. Uh, and that really hurts the momentum that we're trying to create for marketing and, and the marketing sales alignment. So I think the past past experiences also kind of resurface when you get time to think about them. Um, and then I'd say last is like podcasts like yours, where I listen to other leaders and think about what they're saying and then maybe have a controversial opinion against what they're saying. Or if they're controversial, maybe I'll come out and say, yeah, I agree. And here's my experience of that.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's so helpful. And as someone personally who has tried to be more consistent on LinkedIn, and I will just scroll my LinkedIn newsfeed looking for inspiration, I feel like I'm looking at other people for inspiration where it sounds like in your instance, you look at yourself a lot. What's going on in my day to day? Um, What happened in my past? What are people asking me specifically? So I I think those are great takeaways and um, hopefully those who are listening, you you can use some of those examples for your own inspiration as well. Um, I did want to end this episode asking about some of your best tips, but I think I want to take it in a slightly different direction based on what you just said. So being controversial on LinkedIn, we see that a lot. Typically, those hot takes, they can get some really good engagement. But for someone who's maybe afraid to be controversial or they don't want to step on any toes, um, what's your advice there? How do you kind of like push that barrier and say, like, I'm just gonna say it, it's what I think, it's who I am." Any Any advice for someone in that scenario? I think,
1: first of all, like my pet peeve is when people say, um, controversial opinion. And then they'll say mm-hmm. something that, you know, everyone agrees with.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't do that.
1: Don't, don't be that person. <laughs> um, and if you do have a controversial opinion, you don't need to state that it's controversial. You just need to state your opinion. Um, I think my best advice would be to seek guidance from, you know, people that you trust. So I'm very fortunate where I have an incredible boss, I have incredible, you know, peers on my team, and then also the team that I've hired to work with me, they're, they also, we've fostered this culture of, you know, feedback goes both ways, and I want them to tell me if I've pushed it too far, or, you know, that, that, it, that wasn't well phrased, it wasn't well explained, it could be misleading, like, getting a second pair of eyes on your content before it goes out I think is really important and it's a practice that we we use for like corporate posts within the business but I think if you're on this journey and you want to be kind of spicy and controversial but you're if your gut is telling you like oh I'm not sure this is really gonna resonate I think it's great to get a second opinion from somebody that you trust and if there are people out there who they want to get my second opinion i'm more than happy to kind of give a glance over content and hear where they're coming from so feel free to send me a message on linkedin if you want that kind of help but i think the people that you trust around you i think they're probably in the best position to give you feedback on whether it's gonna resonate and or whether it's not and i think if it there are two ways of it you know not hitting i think one way is just you don't get any engagement, nobody sees it. I think that's okay. I think everyone's been there. We've all put content out there where it's like crickets, right? But it's not doing any harm. The other way to kind of have a a miss per se is to say something that you'll regret and that maybe damages your reputation or it puts you in a bad position um, professionally in some capacity. And I think that's what you really want to avoid, um, really avoid that scenario. And I think, again, getting a, a second pair of eyes on your content from someone that you trust is the best way of avoiding that.
0: I, I love that. Having that close inner circle that you know is going to be honest with you, um, even if it's a tough conversation like, hey, this this is really missing the, the park here. So um, I, great advice. I love that. Um, I know we're we're about out of time here today. Sarah, I wanted to thank you so much for being on all three of these episodes. Such great information that people can get from these conversations. Anything you want to plug? Where, where can people find you if they want to learn more? Or like you said, ask you some of those questions.
1: You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm the type of person who is not great with managing their email inbox, but I'm super up to date you know, with my LinkedIn inbox. So feel, feel free <laughs> to reach out to me there. Um, and I hope to be participating in some more conferences this coming year and sharing some guidance around how to do demand generation um, at an early stage startup. So definitely content coming soon this year. Um, and thank you Colby for having me on the show. I'm a huge fan.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Um, yes, follow Sarah on LinkedIn. Uh, you'll get some great stuff uh, out of that. So thank you all for spending a few minutes with us today. Please rate us five stars on Apple podcast and Spotify. Have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you next time. Bye.